Well, I don't feel like I'm a part of the everyday American society, and I don't want to be, let me tell you. Okay? I do my damnedest to tear it down. A governor's task force has determined that punk rockers are society's new subversives and must be treated as such. Taxation is theft. Oh! God damn it, motherfucker! We're talking peace, love, and honor. What's up, lads and ladies? I'm BR and I hate feds. And today is Wednesday the 7th of July 2021. And I think we're going to do a news show today because there's actually been some interesting shit happening, which is a change. It's kind of been, it feels like it's kind of been this mass blob of just, you know, dystopic bullshit for a minute, but, um, you know, it, it's getting interesting. It's getting a little bit spicy again. Um, we've got all sorts of shit going on in the world. Uh, apparently, the Biden administration is going to be knocking on our doors and spreading the good word about their vaccines soon, so, um, you know, save up your spit. Uh, <laughs> um, I also, I gotta, I gotta warn everyone, I have been not smoking for eight days now, which is a lot for me. It keeps me fucking chill. Anyone who remembers, you know, me from the earlier days of the Emilitia podcast, I was a little bit more spicy. I was a bit, bit more fucking angry. And, um, and I started smoking weed and I was like, okay, we can, we can chill. We can kind of analyze things a bit better and, uh, be a little less, you know, <laughs> fucking out there. But, um, I, this fucking sucks. I am so pissed off. It's summer. I'm hot. I'm sober. Fuck everyone. Fuck everyone. I, I really do, um, understand people who stop smoking, like, cigarettes now. I, I understand it. Um, without weed, I've been struggling to sleep. It, it really helped with my insomnia. It, it's just, <sighs> yeah, so it's, it's really fucked me all up. And, uh, <clears throat> the reason I've stopped smoking is uh, not through any direct choice of my own. Um, I'm trying to make a few career moves at the minute, and uh, I'm shopping around. And half of these fuckers, when you start getting paid big boy money, uh, they want to drug test you, which is fucking boring, because you know everyone who makes real money is buying coke. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, plus I'm in a state where it's fucking legal, so it's all fucking nonsense anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm not having a good time, and apparently if you're like a regular smoker, it's not even going to be out of your system until like, potentially up to a month. I've got a pretty good metabolism, so I'm hoping that, plus hydrating, working out, and drinking cranberry juice is going to fucking help me, but I still feel like after all of this effort, I'm still going to fail the fucking drug test, and I'm going to be pissed, and uh... The jobs I'm applying for, it's not like, you know, it's a immediate qualification, but they do, uh, disqualification, but they do, um, they do drug testing, so. It's kind of a contributing factor to if they will or won't hire you, and I'm like, well, let's, let's fucking see what happens. I mean, you know, it's a, it's an optional choice for me to, to make this move, it's, you know, for the better, I do have other shit going on, but ideally I would like to, you know, make a jump while uh, while there's still a, a labor shortage and everyone's kind of bitching out of doing work and just being on the welfare. So if you're kind of in a similar boat, now is the time to um, get the most fuel labor, you know, get that, that salary increase and, you know, acquire resources to acquire real resources, acquire, acquire fiat to purchase real resources like land and, you know, sound money. So Anyway, that's what I'm doing, and I, usually I'd be, you know, smoking a joint midway through the show, and we'd all be having a good chill time, but instead I'm going to sound like I've got fucking rabies. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, deal with me. Uh, anyway, what's going on in the world? I'm going to cover the following in this episode. So, 
the uh, the UK is opening back up finally. Uh, Boris Johnson he's trying to open the UK back up um, from the lockdowns because they've had like four or five fucking lockdowns at this point, and everyone sick to death. Their health secretary uh, we'll get into that too um, was caught breaking the rules, and I think to stop them molotoving any more police cars, uh, <laughs> they're they're opening up. Anyway, more on that in a minute. The Haitian president. Uh, president of Haiti, Juvenile Moise, was assassinated, and he was kind of an authoritarian figure, so that's hilarious. Um, we we love dead tyrants around here. Dead tyrants make my dick hard. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Oh, the FBI uh, is proving why they need to be fucking abolished by citing a Lego model of the Capitol building, and I'm not talking like like a big detailed model of the Lego Capitol building. I'm talking one of those miniature, like, I don't know, fucking, I, I, I'm not a Lego dude. I'm not one of those fucking 30-year-olds that uh, <laughs> buy, excitedly buys Lego sets. But it's like like a 60-piece mini set. It's like a miniature Lego set. And uh, they're using that, uh, they, they found this Lego set in the home of someone they arrested, I guess, one of the rioters, and they're saying they used it to plan the attack. Um... Which is fucking laughable. You can really tell this empire is collapsing, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and that's kind of the the main the main headlines at the minute. Um, and also, in my private life, just recently had a uh, pretty good trip with my lady, um, which of course you guys love to hear me fucking rambling about doing drugs. I, I know that's like number one on your your listing priorities. <laughs> So let's just, let's just fucking jump right into it. So July 19th, the UK is meant to be opening, and I'm hopeful because I really fucking want to go back um, because a mate of mine is getting married. A very good mate of mine is getting married. And if I miss his wedding for just nonsense reasons, this all of this artificial lockdowns, closedowns, and fear-mongering he's the first of my kind of close friends to get married, I would be fucking heartbroken. And, oh, I I really don't want to miss out on it. It's looking like kind of kind of in between on how that shit's going to go. Uh, I've got this article from The Guardian that we can read through, and you can kind of, for, for those who aren't British, who, who haven't been suffering for the last year or so under um, essentially Californian conditions with less less sunshine, pretty fucking miserable state of affairs in that grey shithole of an island. Um, so, PM to confirm 19, 19 July end to COVID rules despite scientists' warnings. The Guardian, of course, instantly jumping into fear-mongering because that's what these cunts do. And this article will be in the show notes. So, Boris Johnson, the press ahead with final stage of unlocking in England amid huge rise in infections. Boris Johnson is to announce, and for the record, for those who aren't familiar with the Prime Minister, he looks like a little schoolboy. He he was c- called, like, the British Trump. He has this, like, fucked up, frizzy, blonde hair that no adult man should have. Uh, and just this lumpy, dumb, smiling face. He's <laughs> genuinely, if you just saw a picture of him and he wasn't wearing a suit and, like, standing behind a podium, you might think he was special needs. He looks He looks a bit retarded. Um, and he used to be the mayor of London, and he was just kind of this, like, silly figure, and now he's in charge of the nukes, and everyone's like, oh, fuck! Like, what the fuck is even politics? It's kind of the the British equivalent of Trump in terms of realizing it's all bullshit, and fortunately, a lot of people have realized it's fucking nonsense. Um, I'm, I really hope whenever there's shitheads in government, it produces more British libertarians, and um, if, if there's any new British libertarians amongst my listeners, please, please let me know. Uh, I always, I always love seeing new blood and, uh, helping you guys down the rabbit hole. Um, so anyway, lifting the remaining COVID-19 restrictions in England will go ahead on 19 July amid a backlash from government scientific advisors who have warned that doing so would be like building, quote, new variant factories. What fucking bitches. Despite cases having risen to their highest level since January 2021, the Prime Minister is set to press ahead with the final stages of unlocking in two weeks. 
In a Downing Street press conference on Monday afternoon, he's expected to announce that with 86% of adults in the UK having had at least a first jab, the government will move from relying on legal curbs to control people's behavior to letting individuals make their own decisions. What a fucking concept! <laughs> that's that's just how crazy England is. It's not like a, you know, like, like an American would say, a God-given right, or however you want to phrase it. Um, and when I say God-given, uh, for the for the atheists, including myself, I'm not talking like, you know, literally God. It's, it's, a, it's a natural right. It's a way of saying, you know, for both sides, it's an inherent right a human being has to make their own fucking decisions, because we're not drones. So changes to be announced include allowing fully vaccinated adults to travel to embolist countries, that's the naughty ones like America, without having to self-isolate when they return, making the wearing of face masks voluntary, apart from in hospitals and other healthcare settings, and no longer requiring fully vaccinated adults to self-isolate if they come into contact with an infected person. What if, like... It really makes you wonder, why the fuck are British people taking the vaccine if it changes nothing, or at least prior to this? 86% of adults have at least the first jab. And I know the uh, the situation over there is pretty fucking dire. Like, I know friends being bullied into it by work, by family. It's, you know, no one does fear-mongering quite like Britain does. It's really, really next level. I'm sure you guys have seen the uh, the TV licensing billboards where it's like, we know where you live. It's like, all right, come and fucking take it, you fucking cunt. You want to you wanna scare me about paying my license so I can watch BBC propaganda? Like, it it's 1984. The... Pfft. Anyway. Uh... Like I said, I'm I'm gonna be spicier than usual. Usually I'd be like, yeah, man, it's all fucking bullshit. But today it's like, fuck these cunts. I want to see him from Westminster Bridge. The school bubble system that has forced hundreds of thousands of pupils to quarantine at home if someone in their bubble tested positive is also expected to be dropped. While pub and restaurant customers may no longer have to scan an an NHS QR code. And I, I'm sure all of you good libertarians and anarchists who you know cite how. Uh, how socialized medicine is bullshit. Um, the NHS is the National Health Service. And so, I actually don't know what this is. I, I This is the first... I've read this article maybe, you know, an hour or two earlier. I I never bothered to look it up because I'd probably vomit. Um, but I guess it's kind of like the vaccine passport thing. Have to scan an NHS QR code. Or maybe it's their contact tracing thing it's it's one of those i'm pretty certain um but yeah these people are just like oh yeah yeah if that's what i have to do it's like jesus fucking christ if i was in england i would have probably fucking something by now i'm not joking uh and probably when i say that i mean by fbi standards as in something would have got molotov um it's fucking ridiculous like when i saw people firebombing police vans. I was like, good on you. Oh, fuck, I'm gonna have to beep the shit out of all of this. And if I'm trying to go back through the UK border, well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be fucking detained because I just don't trust the the spyware apparatus of MI6 and, and the CIA, FBI. I really don't. NSA, I, I just think... I think it's impossible at this point that I'll be able to pass through the border unmolested. I... You know, that's just that's just what I expect, and this is eight days sober, no, you know, weed paranoia. Um, I, I think it's genuinely just a practical thing to expect to be detained if you're in our position going through the border, or at least to be poked and prodded. I mean, I've got a fucking brown mate who, <laughs> he's, he's German, but he's brown for whatever reason, um, and he gets detained at the border, like, pretty fucking often, so... <laughs> US and UK side, so God only knows what the fuck's gonna happen to me with, with my beliefs. I'm gonna absolutely make sure all of my tech is not, um, you know, fingerprint accessible when I go through the border, because I, those cunts are invasive, and they they have no respect for any kind of rights. There's no... There's nothing you could, like, beat the shout at them with in a court of law. If, the, if they detain you, it's up to them what they do. You know? It's... It might... The British border might as well be a fucking CIA black site. That's dramatic, 
of course, because I'm feeling dramatic. You know what I mean. Anyway, uh, the article continues. The different approach to tackling COVID was supported by the health secretary, Saeed Javid. Jav Javid? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't respect these people's names. Like, anyone, anyone who's a British politician, I'm probably going to say their name wrong for funsies. Like, uh, Matt Hand on His Cock is the, uh, the health secretary who was just caught breaking COVID rules and... Britain had rules to the point they were advising on how you were allowed to have casual sex. Uh, I think, I'm, I'm, and genuinely, I can't separate um, parody from reality in Britain. I'm fairly certain there were actual guides on safe sex positions to not spread COVID if you are having casual sex. That might have been a parody, and deservedly so, but the line is fucking so blurred at this point, it's, you know, it just seeps into each other. Um, and so this guy, Matt Hancock, he was caught fucking his secretary, cheating on his wife, and this woman cheating on her husband or whatever, during lockdown, which is a big no-no. He's, he's telling people to stay at home, save lives, this posh little cunt with his, his hairpiece. And, uh, and this guy is from my county. I'm not gonna say the county, you can go and Google it if you want, you know, make your work for it a little bit. But, um... Yeah, this guy is from where I grew up, and I just want to burn his fucking mansion down, the cunt. You probably can't even see his house from the from the fence that surrounds it. But this guy, you know, he, he, he was telling people one thing and doing another, which, of course, we know all politicians do. But, um... Just, hypocrisy always makes me sick. It's never like, oh, of course they were doing that. It's always like... It's like... It's just a, a new piss take every single time, you know? Maybe, maybe I'm not jaded enough yet. I, I don't know how I can still be surprised at this point. Yet, I am. I'm, it's just like a new, a new deep level of disgust every time. Like, the fucking circles of hell. I just tumble a little bit further down every, every fucking time. And, uh, fortunately, the British public are kind of getting over this thing. There's been protests outside Downing Street. They were, like, playing music. Thousands of people unmasked. That was really fucking beautiful. Um, and then also there's been people, uh, paying for billboards with a picture of the revealing video <laughs> that, uh, Matt Hancock was caught cheating in. So anyway, the article continues, uh, Saeed Javid, who claimed it would be impossible to eradicate the disease and, the, and that the country would have to, quote, find ways to cope with it, as with flu. He also said the health arguments for opening up were compelling, but conceded dangerous new variants could emerge that current va vaccines were ineffective against. So, what's the fucking plan, Britain? Are you just gonna live in fear forever? Like, imagine if that's what we did during the war on terror, and they, they brought it to that extent that everyone must hide inside, avoid public transport, um, we just didn't fly anymore, because, you know, someone might be a hijacker. Jesus Christ, the country would have burned down. And that's why they're firebombing police vans, because, <laughs> because they're fucking sick of it, you know? As well as announcing that nightclubs can reopen in two weeks' time, Johnson is due to reveal the results of government reviews into social distancing and COVID status certificates. So, sounds like they're doing... I guess, vaccine passports or vaccine cards. Um, yeah, not like those can be faked. <laughs> and I hope people do fake them. I really fucking do. You know, I really hope there's a beautiful black market that opens up, allows people to make revenue off of, um, off of state bullshit. You know? Feed yourself off of fucking nonsense. Because God knows they're taxing your legitimate, honest income. Your, well, quote-unquote honest income. It's absolutely honest income if you're gonna use your skills to circumvent the state. The Guardian revealed last week that ministers were planning to remove all mandatory mask and social distancing restrictions in England from 19th July, though national guidance may remain in place encouraging caution in high-risk areas such as on public transport. Yeah, like people are gonna fucking listen to those, like everyone's gonna pop on a mask, although Brits just might because they're kind of lemmings. Like most, most Brits are fucking lemmings. Anyway, we, we hit the main point of this article. Oh, okay, so their numbers are always funny. A further 24,248 cases were reported in the UK on Sunday, up from 15,953 on the same day the previous week. There were 15 deaths. Oh, I, there were a further 15 deaths. Okay, 
Fuck you. Like, seriously? Alright, let's look at how many people died riding bikes within that time period. I bet it's fucking more. I genuinely bet it's fucking more. Blah blah blah, places in reporting rise in infections, etc, etc. I'm just confused what the plan is, because they're like, oh, well the vaccines don't work, get your vaccine. <laughs> like, they're, they're, afraid, they're afraid of variants. And their only solution right now is to dishonestly say, go and get your vaccine, which um, I think it was Israel said that it's... And, and it's a funny thing, when governments are reporting um, that these vaccines aren't effective, I don't know, I fuck knows who to trust, you know? It's like, obviously we could just go confirmation bias and be like, oh, well, I like I like that news that, you know, they're reporting vaccines don't do anything, because obviously it supports our argument. But, it's... It's a confusing fucking place. There's, it's a zero-trust relationship between, you know, us individuals and people who have a monopoly on uh, information. You know, all these state-sanctioned media outlets. Fuck knows. Fuck knows what to believe. But... I think that might be, it honestly might be an attempt to fearmonger, and <laughs> to be like, hey, you know, everyone needs to go back inside and hide, because it's only 64% effective, so you go out, you get an experimental vaccine put in you, and it is experimental, it's an emergency vaccine, not approved by the FDA, which is also not a metric for fucking measuring if it's safe or not, because they're fucking shitheads, but by their own admission, it's not effective, with the new variants, the Delta and Lambda variants, or <laughs> we should just start calling them the, the Ligma variants, because for all it's fucking worth. Um, oh, and I saw something today talking about uh, people reporting erectile dysfunction with uh, when they get COVID now. It's like, really? Okay, okay, so this is the new fear-mongering thing. Um, they're like, oh, it's mostly... I'm sure, I'm sure they're seeing the demographic as, oh, it's mostly young men saying fuck you to the vaccine, so let's just tell them their dicks won't work and they'll die. <laughs> like, could you be any more fucking obvious? I don't know. Like, sure, I'll pay for it if, if I fucking get it and, and my dick stops working, but until then, I'm going to point and laugh at how fucking blatant this shit is. I mean, it's, it's it just sounds so fucking silly. And I've shared... I, I'm not sure if I talked about this on the show, but I shared a joint with someone who had COVID uh, a few months back, and uh, without without knowing, like they're they're a good friend, and uh, we were like sharing a joint. I think we even shared a fucking bong, and not just like a like a quick puff. We, you know, we were passing that thing, and uh, <laughs> me and my girlfriend afterwards were like, oh holy shit, when they said, uh... hey, how's it going, guys? I just want to take a quick second to answer a question I get quite a bit these days. So a lot of people ask me, BR, how can I support what you do, your shows, and all that good stuff? The best way to do that is to check out my lifestyle brand, Liberty Punk Inc. Covering all of your niche political shirts, stickers, and flags needs. Everything from slaps that are weatherproof, can go on your car, go on your hydro flask, all that good stuff. To full-sized flags, you can fly outside your house, fly at rallies, present something a little bit different. Our Peace, Autonomy, and Liberty, or our Anarcho Betsy flag are always popular. We have a whole ton of clothing options too, of course, and you can stop wearing all that grunt-style shit and start wearing something that truly shows off your belief in actual liberty. Best way to find all that is to search Liberty Punk Inc. online, or you can go directly to spiritofresistance.com, find the Liberty Punk Inc. collection, or you can follow the link in the description of any of my solo show videos and find my store that way. Every purchase supports me and what I do, Spirit Resistance, and we have a part for liberty community issues. If you pick something up, feel free to tag me. Thanks for all your support, guys. Let's get back to the show. Uh, nah, we didn't even respond like that. We was... They... they text us the day after, it was like, oh, sorry guys, I have, I have, I'm positive for COVID, and we're like, ah, oh, fuck, well, if we've got it, now we've got it, we don't have to get the vaccine, we have the natural immunity, uh, we went, went to get tested, and they were positive, we get tested, we were negative. <laughs> this was before I even went to Childeberg, and then I mixed with, you know, a hundred of you beautiful people, uh, a hundred plus of you beautiful people down in Texas, and of course, also, no restrictions on anything down there. Um, and, yeah, I haven't been sick a single day since February of last year. And not saying I was, you know, sick before that, but it's 
since all of this kind of heated up and it was, oh, have you been in contact with someone with COVID? Fucking haven't been sick a day and I haven't stopped living. So the whole thing is, I'm still laughing at it. I'm still laughing at it. Um, you know, like I'm healthy. I look after my body and I've been fine. And I, I do it. I'm not like, obviously I'm being insensitive because the ridiculousness this has gotten to with restrictions and stuff. And I, I'm, I'm pretty frustrated about the fact that uh, so far, Britain's stance has been, if I was to return, even for like, you know, a week, um, I would have to quarantine and be visited by the fucking Gestapo on like the second or third day of my visit and the seventh or eighth day of my visit to be tested. Which just makes me want to spit in their fucking face. Um, the invasive cunts. But... I have to fill out like a form saying where I'm going to be residing and I'm not allowed to leave that place uh, until after then, after my quarantine, and then I'm allowed into the country. And it's like, I'm not coming to fucking Britain for like weeks on end because I'm not a politician because I don't think like these fucking cunts do. Or these cunts don't think like regular people. Oh, let's go and visit somewhere else and spend two months there. Or, you know, holiday in Belize, whatever the fuck rich posh cunts do. Um, I'm only there for a few days because I fucking work for a living. Unlike these pff, fucking welfare queens. Um, so yeah, like, my whole trip would be fucked. I'd just be staying in someone's house. And then waiting for the Gestapo to turn up. Which is, you know, not okay. So, um, but... So now they're saying... Britain's now saying with the July 19th lifting of restrictions, if you're fully vaccinated, you're allowed to come back. So, you know, maybe I'll just find my vaccine card. Um, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, oh yeah, and here's, here's how the article ends. It's going on. Letting the virus spread would only mean more pressure on the NHS and disruption to education, he said, calling on Javid to justify telling, I guess, Javid, Javid, fucking knob jockey, whatever his name is, um, is the new health secretary after uh, Matt Hancock got caught with his hand on his cock uh, and someone else's woman um, and got fired. He, he, he like, resigned in shame. And it. I, I, I encourage everyone to find his Twitter account and just cyberbully him because he fucking deserves it. Um, I mean, obviously all politicians deserve it and much more, but... He really is a piece of work, and I wish death on him. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> calling on uh, Bellan to justify telling people to live with the virus by explaining, quote, what level of mortality and cases of long COVID he considers acceptable. I guess long COVID is, you know, when you lose your, uh, your sense of smell and taste and all of that. Um, yeah, it's, it's a pandemic. There's going to be side effects. Uh... Just fucking be healthy. Look after yourself. Don't be fucking morbidly obese. You know, have some... Make sure you're, you're getting your vitamins in, you're eating right, you're exercising, and you'll be fine. Unless you're, like... Fuck. I, I don't know anyone who's healthy who's died of it. And anecdotal, sure. But I'm sure there's actual fucking numbers to support that. I'm sure most of the fucking actual deaths, not just the, oh yeah, I was in hospital... And uh, the doctors killed we killed me with medical malpractice, but also he had COVID, so I guess it was a COVID death. Um, <laughs> Woo! We need see. I don't even have a fucking white claw. I'm just just sober and angry. Maybe that's maybe that's the episode <laughs> name. <laughs> sober and angry would be a uh, ah uh, fuck me. Um, oh yeah. So anyway, apparently they're letting people fully vaccinated, uh, come into Britain without quarantining, so, that's, I think that's a smart move, that's gonna stop their economy from toppling over and dying, because they're gonna bring money back in for, you know, tourists who aren't pussies, um, anyway, let's get on to Haiti, so, fucking dead tyrant, um, the Haitian president, Jovenel Moise, was assassinated. He wasn't just fucking shot dead, he was fucking assassinated by an organized armed group of gunmen. And, uh, so, 
Haiti is a Caribbean country, or Caribbean, for my American listeners. Um, why do we say that so fucking differently? And also, what do, what do, like, people actually living in the Caribbean say? Because that's what it is, you know? If, if, if someone on the other side of the world called America, like, I don't even know how you can mispronounce America, but, like, America. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even fucking mispronounce. Whatever. If someone said it all fucking weird, and you said America, like, obviously your pronunciation being a native uh, is correct. You know, that's how you describe your own country, right? Um, so, however the fucking people in the Caribbean say it, that's correct as far as I'm concerned. Um, that's as far as I'm willing to debate that particular subject. Yeah, so, so these guys, uh, Haiti is a French-speaking country in the Caribbean, and these armed gunmen were speaking Spanish. So, that's not, you know, entirely insane. I'm sure there's uh, a Spanish-speaking population there. I mean, it's, the Caribbean's a messy place. It's like the graveyard, not the graveyard of empires, but it was, um, there was a lot of activity from empires in that era. You know, there's, there's a smattering of Dutch, English... French and Spanish-speaking countries, so you know, maybe maybe they were just Haitians, but also, it, I don't know. It, it calls in the question. Maybe they were using Spanish to make it harder to track them down. Maybe, maybe to put it on a different group, um, or even a different country, or it could have been a foreign power acting potentially. Who knows? The world is a fucking crazy place right now, and you know, for those. For those strange, smaller, poorer governments, um, I mean, why not make a power move, you know, in, in this fucked up era? Uh, and there's like a, there's very limited video of the actual assassins. It's, uh, it's at night. Oh, and, um, the, the, so the president was shot dead and his wife was injured in the attack, but I think she lived as far as I'm concerned right now. I don't know if she was critical or just like, you know, wounded and stable, but, um, but both of them were wounded, it was at night, and there's limited video of, uh, a few guys standing around, it looks like they might have some kind of body armor, or at least gear, they have rifles, I think a guy had, like, a fucking shotgun on his back, in addition to a rifle in hand, so, you know, it's not just, like, a, like, a ragtag militia, like you see, you know, in, Af in Africa, or, like, South America, or something, these, you know, they were at least fairly equipped for the job, um, and also, there's like a few of them, they're kind of, kind of pulling security, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're ex-cops, maybe they're just trained civilians, ex-military, but they, you know, they, they fucking pulled it off, and, uh, I don't know, they seem to do a, a decent job of it, at least. Um, especially for that part of the world. So, <laughs> President Biden called the whole thing concerning... And it's like, damn right, like, it's just a, it's a sign of what's to come, dude. It's, I, I think this is gonna be, this period of history, I truly think, will be known as when, when empires start to die, when, when governments started to lose legitimacy in the eyes of people. And, um, so this guy, he wasn't a popular ruler, uh, Juvenile Moise, he was... So, getting into power, his election was pretty fucky. There was a lot of questioning about the results. Um, it was There was lots of accusations of fraud. Sound familiar? Um, and, and you see why I'm saying governments are kind of losing their legitimacy. It effectively came down to, like, a, uh, a special election, and then he consolidated power then and won the election after a fucky election prior. And since he's gained power, he's been accused of being pretty authoritarian. And uh, this guy's like, like center-right, but those, you know, n never underestimate someone just because they don't have so-called radical authoritarian politics. You know, you don't have to be like a, like a communist, a fascist, a Nazi, whatever it might be, to, uh, to be a dictator, to be a tyrant. And but of course, the majority of you know this, but um, yeah, center-right, and... He, I guess, was pretty pretty fucking tight on how he ran things. So you know, big shocker, he got whacked in a in a country where you can reach out and touch a president. 
it seems the guys just rolled up to his estate and fucking killed the dude. So, <laughs> um, never underestimate what armed, determined, and pissed off individuals can do. And, you know, it, it doesn't matter what the year is, it's, it's, assassinations are not some relic of the past, like John Wilkes Booth or even JFK, you know. These things are absolutely possible in the modern day. Not advocating for any such thing, just as a point of, you know, politics and society, it's it's of note that um, civilians can pull this kind of thing off and do. It's, uh, you know, the ballot box and the, and the cartridge box are uh, hand in hand. <laughs> people, people solve problems one way or another, and they will only deal with, um, well, tyranny for so long before they fucking act out. So that was, that's interesting, and I'm, I'm interested to see what happens from here. I believe that was, uh, I think last night maybe. I'm not, not a hundred percent, but it was, it was very recent. It was either. This Wednesday or last Wednesday, very fucking recently, um, and so we'll see we'll see what happens with that. And if there's anything else of note, I'll uh, I'll bring it up in a future episode. So let's move on to the FBI. The FBI is feeling the heat. They're getting getting roasted on Twitter, rightfully so. Um, there was talk that the FBI found a scale well. A miniature capital Lego Capitol building in one of the rioters' homes, and you know, uh, it just as well could have been the Statue of Liberty or the fucking Taj Mahal or the Eiffel Tower or whatever. But you know, this guy was a good American patriot, and he had, he had himself a the fucking Temple of Democracy, so called. Um, you know that how fucking surprising is that people. These cultists like their cult religious items, so of course he has one on his desk or whatever at home. But the FBI, they I guess they arrested this guy who was a January 6th rioter, or uh, he he attended the January 6th self-guided tour, and um, and it, they're they're treating this Lego model like it's a smoking gun on, and they're saying they used it to like they might have used it to plan the attack, which brings to mind an interesting question. Was it a planned attack? Or was it a spontaneous riot incited by Trump? Which is it? You can't have both. Trump said, fight like hell, and apparently his, uh, you know, he, he led his subjects off to, to fucking fight like hell <laughs> with his, his speech, and, and that was him inciting violence. And then at the same time, allegedly these, there was uh, pipe bombs, when was the last time you heard about the pipe bombs at January 6th? It's been a minute, right? Like, uh, like there wasn't enough, or that the media outrage was so crazy that they didn't even have to go with the pipe bomb story, that the, I'm sure the FBI fucking planted themselves. Because, you know, that's completely within their wheelhouse. They, uh, <clears throat> they are not above planting evidence in order to facilitate public opinion. I mean, that, that should just be common sense. So, yeah, this this whole, oh yeah, they found a Lego model. And and, and I guess these guys were standing around, alright, you see this? And it, like I said, it was a miniature. It was not like a big model where you could see doors and stuff. It was just in the shape of the Capitol building with like 60 pieces or whatever. And, uh... <laughs> that's the smoking gun. And sure enough, you see the typical cultists, the, you know, the blue cultists in the comments of this thing, like, oh my god, I bet this is how they planned it! Like, oh my fucking lord. These people don't live in reality. They're insane. They're fucking insane. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't even feel sorry for them. Like, I, I hope you people live shitty, miserable lives. If you if you are so tied into this stuff, so devoted to your religion, your your statism, that you're gonna just gonna jump on these things and throw them in prison five extra years for this like plan this this uh this piece of material that helped them plan the the attack the AKA the self guided tour. 
that <laughs> there <clears throat> for those who who don't remember, there was like uh there were people with food carts and shit outside the Capitol building serving these so-called rioters, or sorry, rioter probably isn't even up to date anymore. They're they're now almost exclusively referred to as insurrectionists, like they were fucking armed. I think they found maybe six guns, and kudos to those people who got arrested with guns on them um, for concealed carrying in the capital because most people would fucking wimp out. Um, but yeah, it's not like these people were. If they truly marched on the capital armed as they could have been. Because we all know most of these boomers have a bunch of safe queens sitting at home. You know, like... like not not the, fud, the more fuddy ones, but all of these so-called, like, oh, civil war kind of guys who truly expect to, to fight for their president and to fight for democracy or whatever the fuck they think. You know, they'd, they'd have fucking ARs, AKs, a fucking SKS, anything. But uh, guess what? They didn't bring them. It wasn't an insurrection at all, and anyone who calls it such needs to be laughed out of the room. And I am absolutely sick of tolerating people, whether it's online or even in my public life. I'm fucking sick of it. Anyone who calls it an insurrection is just getting laughed at, um, bullied, absolutely fucking viciously bullied, and probably called a pussy. Um, I, uh, after seeing this, uh, this stupid fucking Lego post from the FBI on Twitter, uh, I, I posted, January, January 6th was hilarious, and I'm tired of pretending it wasn't. And that, I, I think, I think people share the frustration, because that's gone a little bit, like, semi-viral. It's, uh, currently six hours old, it's got, like, 958 likes, 144 retweets and all that shit. <laughs> and a few pissed off people. Someone, so, some guy said that his wife cried after the insurrection. I was like, you need to get yourself a real woman. I, plus, uh, I mean, this guy is, he, he wasn't coming from a thing like, oh no, I think it's stupid, my wife cried afterwards. He's saying, hey, this made my wife cry. Like, you're not going to fucking survive any kind of real situation, dude. You're going to be the guy who falls over and gets stomped on by the fucking panicking masses. And deservedly so. What fucking cowards look at January 6th and go, Oh, this is terrifying! Like, okay, um, the cops killed one woman, and I guess the, the, the rioters killed one cop. And, I mean, who cares? A dead pig's a dead pig. So, who fucking cares? That was a worse riot. More people die at Woodstock. <laughs> or like like any any decent festival would probably cause more fucking deaths than January 6th um I just I'm out of fucking patience and and sympathy for these people who are terrified you, you live in a in an era of unrest and it's your own doing you voted for people who are inconsistent who are hypocrites and who've created the very environment that you now live in. Like, you know what? Fucking enjoy your bed. We knew this was gonna happen. You elected fuck a, a fucking cop and a drug warrior. And before that, you elected a lifelong Democrat. A New York Democrat who lied about, you know, being in favor of individual liberty. I mean, what the fuck did Trump do for individual liberty? Fucking nothing. It's pe people have elected. Oh, and and then Obama. If we want to keep on going back, Obama was a warmonger after saying he would end the wars. Um, it's it's just inconsistency after inconsistency. So guess what? After when when you stack so much uneven shit on top of each other, eventually it's gonna fall down, <laughs> and we just keep on pumping more and more money into the downfall of this country. I mean. Biden expanded the drug war to fucking menthols. I mean, this old man is spending money policing menthols. Oh, and from the January 6th thing, um, the Capitol Police are now expanding offices to California and Florida to help protect uh, congressional members while they're out of D.C. So, Capitol Police are expanding their power outside of Washington, D.C.
sounds like state rights are kind of dead, huh? I mean, I'm hoping... Not that I'm, like, a Ron DeSantis fanboy. He's just as much a fucking tyrant as any other. Um, he's just... People are really sucking his cock for, uh... For, be, for not being as much of a tyrant as other tyrants. Which is whack as fuck. Um... <laughs> how, how fucking silly. This guy's just making a presidential run, and then he's gonna do the same stupid shit every other Republican president before him has done. Um, I'm just hoping, you know, either Biden or Kamala are the last president we ever have, and this whole fucking thing, you know, falls into the river sooner rather than later. Maybe that's what not smoking does to me. I become a collapsitarian just out of frustration. So yeah, that's, that's the fucking state of things. These guys... They're expanding their power outside of Washington, D.C., which is, I mean, how long till there's a Capitol Police office in every single major U.S. Capitol? I bet, I bet it's going to be a push. I bet they are going to make a push for that because they're going to want protection because so many people claim that, like, Republican senators were in favor of the, uh, the self-guided tool and that, um, you know, they're, they're like insurrectionists and <laughs> anti-government, like, if only, right? If only we had some kind of break down the middle and these fuckers were like, hey, actually, we have a real genuine problem with you and we're no longer sending our tax revenue to you, we're no longer sending our, um, you know, our enlisted men and women to your, to your branches of, of service. I'd love to see, uh, if Texas secedes, Texas is the, like, a major, um, recruiting state for the military. I mean, Christ, uh, you know, all, all the Marines listening will know <laughs> that, uh, half the, half the fucking Marines, uh, are Texan. And if Texas secedes, I wonder what happens then. Would there be this... This kind of prideful thing, like, oh yeah, well you can still you can still go and join the U.S. military. We're just not under the federal government. Or would it be an outright divorce where they're like, go and fuck yourself. They're now uh, part of the Texan Defense Force, which is you know I'd I'd be that's a way better fucking step than anything else. You know I would love to see that, um, or anything else thus far. Who knows? Who fucking knows? It's a... I'm talking about things these days I didn't think I'd be talking about until I was in my 80s. And I'm dead serious when I say that. This... This whole weird period, for all of the... For all of the bullshit, it has been such an accelerant. They've played their hand way too hard. So many people are distrustful of government. All over the place. There's been so many solid conversions from outright statism to skeptics to anarchists, even. Libertarians and anarchists. Um, so, yeah, keep on planting those fucking seeds wherever you can. Um, talk sense. And I, you know, <laughs> despite my fucking anger this episode, I do have to always, um, always remind people... You know, you do you do catch more flies with honey than vinegar. Uh, I've I've never literally tried that, but the saying so so the saying goes. If uh, if you're out there calling someone a fucking idiot, you know, to the face, you you're absolutely valid in thinking most of these people are fucking idiots with how they're behaving. But if you're going around and that's your first interaction, it's like, oh yeah, I'm an anarchist, and you're a fucking idiot, and that's kind of the general thing they get from you. Guess what? They're gonna shut down and be like, fuck anarchists, they're cunts. And they wouldn't be entirely wrong. A lot of us are. But, if you present the evidence, you're, you know, fairly neutral. Like, don't, don't fucking back down, don't wimp out of speaking the truth. But, you know, you say your piece, and you're not combative. You know, stand behind the facts, but don't fucking berate someone for being ignorant, because... All of us were at some point. Uh, you plant those seeds. No, pe most people have some pride, and they're not ready to say, oh, well, um, you know, in that moment, you, you present it with something, and they'll immediately be like, oh, fuck, you're right. Well, I guess I, I guess I should look into anarchy. It does happen. 
but by and large, you'll tell someone something, they'll be like, ah, oh, no, fuck off, you know, like, that's, you're, you're in your little echo chamber, or, um, whatever it might be, and then, it'll sit with them, you plant that seed, and if you want, like, a fucking dick to them, and sometimes, you know, I, even I'm a fucking prick to someone, sometimes, some, and some people aren't salvageable, they're, they're just stuck in their ways, they are married to their religion of statism, and there's no helping them, but some people, you know, they genuinely don't know these things, and they're going to be defensive of, of the truth, because it's pretty fucking awful finding a lot of this shit out. Um, you just plant those seeds, and you leave them be, you know, leave it on, like, a neutral or good note, you know, like, hey, just read into it, man, that's, that's all I can tell you. You don't have to go into, like, a 50-comment spiral, and, uh, and just end up calling each other fuckheads, which gets no one anywhere. Um, but, you know, like, a like a, like a six-comment correspondence, and then, hey man, just, just look into it, you know, here's the thing, this helped me a lot, read this book, whatever it might be, if, if, or, you know, if you're curious, read this book, you don't have to be shoving literature down people's throats, but you allow people to look into this stuff on their own, and, you know, funnily enough, when they're not force-fed, that's when you create the best new libertarians, they, on their own time, they think about it, they're driving to work, they hear something on a podcast, they see something on the news, and they're like, huh, that is kind of fucky, huh? And guess what? You start to, you start to peel away at people. Like, I, uh, yeah, I always say, I got into this stuff because I was a gun rights guy, but otherwise, I was pretty conservative. I, I had no fucking clue. And I just stuck to the conservative stuff because it seemed married to my gun rights um, stance. <clears throat> And so I was starting to follow, you know, gun rights pages, uh, especially the edgy ones who were, like, absolutist um, on Instagram and stuff. And then I come across Whiskey and Rebellion, and I'm like, yeah, I really like this, this stuff, you know, I, I like the Constitution, that seems like a good idea. Oh my god, he's saying something mean about cops, fuck this guy. And I, You know, there'd be a few times where I was really fucking butthurt, and I'd see some anti-cop memes, and... You know, now, now I'll shout ACAB with the best of them. <laughs> uh, you just, you just gotta let people, you know, have some time. Because pride is a bitch, especially when it comes to philosophy, and especially when everything's political. So, you have to, you have to allow that growth, because people don't just, they don't just get it one day. They have to be, they have to be allowed some time. They have to investigate, it has to be their own kind of, their own thoughts, you know, and why would we hope for anything different? Anyway, I'll just wrap up, uh, seeing as I've been forced into sobriety, I was like, well, fuck, what can I do for a release? Because I'm, you know, the job hunt's stressful, it's summer, like, I kind of want to kick back a little bit, enjoy myself, enjoy the nice weather, um, and then I figured out shrooms don't show up on most drug tests, unless you're testing for hallucinogenics, um, genuine, generally those tests are more expensive, and so most people, you know, they just want to make sure you're not a fucking crackhead, uh, if you smoke weed or not, all that kind of stuff. So, and it, it gets out of your system pretty quick, it, in most people, especially if you've got like a healthy, good metabolism, it'll last only like 15 hours or so in your system, so, I was like, fuck it. Let's trip. <laughs> and uh, we started watching Predator 2, because we've been on like a horror sci-fi kick. And that movie is underrated. It's, um, you know, it's, it's not like a masterpiece, but I, I think it's pretty underrated. It's, uh, it's fun for the era. Uh, all those like weird fucking 90s era guns. You have like, guy has like a deagle with a fucking, a desert eagle with a fucking laser on the top and... All sorts of weird shit in that film. I think, I, I'm like ninety percent sure they weren't G11s, but some of the some of the feds in that film have weird fucking rifles. Like you see a few uh, M4s and M16s and stuff, and then there's just like weird fucking space-looking guns some people have. And I don't know, like being a being a Hollywood armorer in the '90s must have been a crazy time because I mean, fuck knows what half that stuff is, and I. I adore 
you know, firearms, firearms knowledge. But <laughs> it's just weird shit. Uh, so anyway, that was that was fun to watch. Um, but we started watching it, and I was like, ooh, kind of kind of bad vibes. I can't be doing violence on uh, on shrooms. It makes me too peaceful. I literally like. Uh, Last time I was on shrooms, I fucking, I threw up because we started watching, um, music videos and, uh, Tupac came up and he said something about being shot by the police and I guess because it's like kind of a fear of my own to, you know, die at the hands of some fucking pig or fed, uh, it just kind of sent me into some spiral and I, I fucking threw up, I, I ran to the toilet and threw up like a little bitch, um, so when I'm on shrooms, I'm like, averse to violence. I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> Which is, you know, like a testament to how peaceful the fucking drug is. It doesn't make you a lunatic. So we ended up we ended up watching someone else instead. But yeah, it was it was like a nice little nice little trip. Um we kind of me and my lady, we stayed up and we talked about kind of how there's no adults in the room. Like the older generation now are by and large shit scared. Um, they're all telling all the young people to get, get the vaccine, even though, you know, they, they've lived this wild life through, through the civil rights area, era, and the, uh, like, you know, the protest era, and now they're just like, just do what the government tells you. Like, really? <sighs> so, and even, you know, a lot of our parents, I'm, I'm, I know a lot of you guys, we have parents that are like, hey, when are you getting the vaccine? <laughs> and it's like, uh... I'm kind of trying not to be a, you know, Tuskegee Experiment 2.0, actually. So, yeah, probably never. <laughs> I, and it comes back to being, you know, self-reliant. It just feels like there's no one to, no sagely people outside of our movement to turn to anymore. Which, it's, it's a strange thing. When you kind of realize you truly are on your own, and you gotta just figure it out. And then, you're like, well, am I the crazy one? Well... I want to be self-sustaining, I want my own property, I want to, I want my children not to be fucking indoctrinated with lies about the conflicts this government has started, the genocides it's been a part of, I want to teach them, you know, the truth about how the world works. I don't want them to be raised to fucking hate me in my way of life, funnily enough, my way of life being a peaceful one. I have no intention to ever hurt anyone. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna raise them different, and I... Don't expect to force anyone to live my way of life. Um, I'm not trying to overtake the government and make it peaceful. I just, I'm just gonna watch it fucking collapse from way the fuck over here. So, you know, I kind of question myself sometimes, and I'm like, well, what's what's the worst that could come from what I want in life, and what's the worst that could could come from what they want? And it's a it's a hell of a different thing. Like I'm. Me and my family on our homestead, we're, we're gonna not be about subsidizing fucking genocide in countries, you know, three, four thousand miles away, funnily enough. Whereas the US government, A-okay, that's, that's how we keep the, the palms greased, Raytheon fucking going forward with their, uh, <laughs> their fucking inclusivity. So yeah, good trip, um, you know, it, it helped me kind of chill the fuck out a little bit, cause, oh my god. Alcohol just doesn't quite do it for me anymore. It's like... I still like a drink. I like to get drunk. But... It's just got nothing on weed. And drinking to help with insomnia is the worst fucking thing you can do for your body. You wake up feeling like shit. And... I don't know, it's just not the release I need. I, I think I truly do need medical marijuana, but... Thanks to, um... Thanks to the drug war... That's a big no-no if you're a if you're a gun guy. <sighs> Fuck me, people. It's a uh, it's a weird time. Um, strange shit is happening, but we're having fun with it. I mean, tyrants are getting whacked. <laughs> the FBI is discrediting themselves. The UK is opening up before there's another fucking gunpowder plot. So maybe maybe the world's healing. I don't know. Let's uh, let's be cautiously optimistic. Anyway. Before I go, um, I've been doing all sorts all over the place. Some of you might have heard me on Seaburn's newest show. Um, if you guys haven't heard that yet, or if you're for some reason unfamiliar with 
uh, Seaburn. Um, he was my second guest on this show, so check out episode two. Um, and he's just launched his own podcast. So they're going to be talking about uh, mostly gun culture, a little, little bit of politics, not nearly as much as most of these you know, libertarian podcasts. You know, society, their own interests. I mean, Mitch is a, a big soccer guy for anyone who's into their sports and stuff. Um, and they've had some really kick-ass interviews so far. And so hosting will be Mitch and Nathan. And Nathan being illustration Nathan. Um, he's the illustrator for the Seaburn art page on Instagram. Go and follow them if you're not already. They're back on Instagram since the, since the Big Zuck. And then Mitch, of course, is the original owner of the page. And I'm behind the scenes producing. So if you if you listen to episode one, you'll hear me at the end sneaking in because uh, they they didn't know how to end the show. So I uh, I did a little outro for them. Uh, so I'm both producing and editing the show, and I'll probably be ghost hosting if uh, if Mitch and Nathan are unavailable. And they're going to be interviewing a lot of gun community people, so kind of getting out the circle of, the circle jerk of libertarian podcasters and instead talking to people, um, doing cool shit in the gun and tactical community. Really, really cool to start that with them. Currently it's on Spotify, but we're going to be expanding to all platforms as soon as our host starts to authorize further distribution. It's, it's a fucking pain in the ass. It takes like a week to 10 days to get a lot of this shit running. But yeah, that's on the roll. Uh, then our second article on theanarch.substack.com is out. That's by uh, our newest contributor, Lazy Fair. And so he's a ex-jarhead in Florida. He's uh, He wrote, wrote about why is Florida so special. And uh, it's a real charming little article. Check it out. Um, and make sure you're subscribed to the free email list if you're not already to stay up to date with all the new articles. I want to kill Vice. I, I would love for a an edgy, liberty-oriented um, publication to kill Vice, because that fucking, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. Vice started as this little punk zine in Canada, and now it's, uh, I mean, now it's just another fucking part of, the, part of the mainstream media, which is shocking. They've done some good work over the years. I really like, uh, like Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia and uh, some of the other stuff they've done. But, Jesus Christ, these pussies these days, they, they published an article about um, <laughs> about their journalists being, or their reporters being traumatized from the January 6th uh, self-guided tour. So, it's about time Vice died. I'm quite happy to help shepherd it off into the fucking watery grave it deserves. Um, and so, the Anarch is not going to be purely a political... Uh, you know, libertarian regurgitation of headlines with a confirmation bias. I want to be talking about culture, because someone I noticed at Childerberg, and this is where I got the idea for the Anarch, was um, once we all got together, we're all on the same page. So we don't really need to be speaking about politics. We all, more or less, know where each other stand. And of course, there is a time to talk about politics, and there will be political-leaning articles on, uh, on the Anarch. But... Really, what's more interesting is what we get up to when we're not ranting and raving about the state. And um, we need some kind of cultural hub, something where we can talk about cool shit that anarchists and adjacent people are, are getting up to. So that's the focus of the website. Uh, really encourage you guys to check it out. And thank you so much to everyone who has followed or signed up for the email list so far. Um, and if you're a, I'm looking for good writers. I'm not looking, you know, just anyone who can write, but if you genuinely know you've got, you know, a passion for writing, uh, you get up some interesting shit, uh, you know, you live in an interesting area, I, I want like a decentralized news and culture network. If you're interested in becoming a contributor, you can reach out to me at brtheanarch at protonmail.com and send me a sample of some of your writing. I'm perfectly happy to do graphics for people, but if you're also a visual artist, that's fucking awesome. And if you have something that you're you're unsure of, if it would fit with the website or not, feel free to get in touch. Um, worst I can say is it's not quite right for the website, but appreciate what you're doing, and I'll you know if it, if it's cool, I'll fucking plug it. Aside from that, 
Uh, I've been on so many people's podcasts recently, from uh, from the Tower Gang podcast. I've been on uh, Year Zero. I was on Rebel with a Cause. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm I'm trying to get everywhere I can. You know, just having some fun, talking to new people on Twitter, and uh, fear not, I I truly am trying to come back to Instagram. I'm uh, I miss it. I miss talking to so many of you and being involved with the Instagram community. I'm working on it. It's been a bitch. Every new fucking account I make, no matter what I do, gets banned. <laughs> so, uh, you know, through, through, I've done that through a variety of means, a variety of devices. It's all, it's all fucky. They, they've got my number. But, uh, yeah, we're working on it. Anyway, thank you for listening, guys. And we'll see you next time.